Nerds Podcast with your hosts, Mikey, Tim, and the two Chris's. So we put this episode off, or we put this part off till this week because last week the classification, or not classification, class action park took so long. Which, which <laughs> I watched. Did you end up watching it, Tim? Or Mikey? No, I never got HBO, so. Oh, it's really good. Like, I, it was hilarious and entertaining. It's funny. Yeah, I but, saw like four. I read like four articles on it. Like after we we did the podcast, I was like, nice. We did it first. I know. That's right. I feel good about that. So we were also going to do a Star Wars versus Star Trek discussion. Yes. And since the review or you guys talking about it took so long, not not complaining, that was a good thing. We're pushing it <laughs> off to today. So the battle lines are kind of been drawn. It's me and Tim versus Chris with a K and Mikey at, <laughs> on Star Wars. Tim and I are, are Star Trek. I like Star Trek. Let's not, let's not, you know. Well, and I like Star know. Wars, but I like Star Wars too. But as of uh. Six minutes and five seconds ago. Uh, <laughs> sucks balls. <laughs> Brought to you by the Trek Chads. <laughs> okay, so what makes Star Trek so much better? Do you want to lead us off, Tim? Please, I'm ready. I'm anxious to hear his his argument. Space! The final <laughs> frontier! <laughs> to boldly go where no one has gone before. Seven episodes and twelve movies outrank your nine movies. Wait, yeah, but you can't count two of those because those are just rehashed of the Star Trek story. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, seven hundred episodes and ten movies. But it's not the same. It's not the same story, you know. And we still and Star Wars still has Clone Wars. Uh, no, 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 no. We're 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 talking. Trek uh, did, did you count the you, can't, you can't count the J.J. Abrams movies? Okay, yeah. I'm still I'm not counting them. Then you One can't count the uh, J.J. Abrams Star Wars Star stories Trek? because because yeah. let's let's face it, the J.J. Abrams stories ruined Sulu. All right, this just let Tim talk. Let's just let Tim talk. The, the, yeah, we'll fire our counter. We're, we're saying Trek. Versus Star Wars. Yes. So all of Trek versus everything Star Wars. And again, my 700... Even if I don't count my movies, I would rather watch some two-parters than, by your own admission, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith aren't that good. You've said before. Oh, and I I'll know... Again. You're right. And I know that a lot of people don't like 7, 8, and 9 entirely. At least one of them they're not a big fan of. So that leaves you the three original movies and two of the new ones that came out. No, Sith so is good. Let's not... No, let's not okay, let's, let's I, I, I like Sith too. But. It, it's the first right, two. So, okay, six. So I'll give you the... So I'll give you the so Revenge of the Sith. Three, the three original, and two of the and two of the three new ones. That's six of your movies versus my seven hundred episodes. There are two parters of Star Trek that I would rather watch than some of those movies. For example, last night I just watched the 
episode, the two episodes of Deep Space Nine, where he goes back in time to 2024, when the world, when America is a piece of trash, and they have to fix the timeline that's a little broken. I would rather watch that movie than almost any of the Star Wars. So hold on. So so Deep Space Nine just rehashes old Star Trek episodes no. by going back in time to save no. the world. I mean, there's bound there's bound to be a little repeating in seven episodes. Wasn't just, Force Awakens a copy pasta of A New Hope? No, not really. Oh, it kind of was. I, I, can, I can say not really for my for my time thing because it wasn't exactly the same thing. There were some differences from the original series version and our ver- and Deep Space Nine version. First Deep of all, Space- I could I could take the original series out and win. Those oh, like wait, wait, you can't episodes. You can't take the original out. No, no, I'm saying even even without them, I still say Trek wins. I just won again. I could pick any two parts in cannot any do of that. Star Trek. But you I can't pick... do that because Kirk is like the essence of Star Trek. Without, without Kirk, there is no Star Trek. Without Picard, there's no Star Trek. Oh, there is definitely, as, uh, there, there's as definitely as, a Star Trek no, with Picard. As much Picard. as I love Picard and William Shatner, uh, both of them would get punched in the face by Benjamin Sisko. And that's how that story would end. Cisco did punch Q in the face. Punch Q in the face. He wins. I mean, as much as I love Picard, I think Cisco might be my favorite captain. So, so you're just basing Star Trek's greatness just based on the amount of episodes. That's, uh, that's all. That's say- your argument. So your argument is that well, there's there's all these episodes of Star Trek, and there's only six good Star Wars movies. That that's a, I can't I can't I would- buy that argument. I would say the lore in Star Trek also wins of Star Wars. Star Trek is also more believable and closer to reality than Star Wars. Star Trek is more based so on So you watch than you watch Star Trek based on reality. Wizards. No, no. I'm just saying it, it helps <laughs> having a realistic element for certain things. It's a little it, bit more it, relatable. It helps, it's, it's more believable when there's actual science behind it, other than, you know, space wizards using well, magic to, you know, shock each other. Some of the characters are a lot better. The character development spaceships? is... Spaceships? A, oh, please. Star Trek wins no hands down. No, 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 no. Yes. No, 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 I, no, the, no. The no. versus Millennium Falcon any day of the week. The most no. beautiful starship of all time is the Sovereign-class Star Trek, or uh, Enterprise, from the uh, latest movies. Picard could make the Kessler run in way less than 12 parsecs, at least. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, 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 hold on. First, even, first, first uh, Picard would probably get shot under the table by Han Solo. So, because he's such a a, a bitch, so <laughs> there's, that, there's no way he's gonna make the castle run in full, less than twelve parts. Picard's, Picard's had to deal with like plenty of foreign diplomats that have tried to kill people on the ship before. Picard had to deal with the Romulans and the Klingons, some of the most well-known villains in all of cinema history. So he's like the he's like the France of Captain. Oh, here's, here's over for everybody. Here, here's one more thing I was thinking of last night. <laughs> the biggest, baddest bad guy in all of Star Wars is, I would say, the Empire. 
as a whole, the entirety of the Empire is a pretty fearsome and uh, terrifying foe. If they flew into the if they flew into the Delta Quadrant, they would last maybe a week before getting wiped out by the Borg. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> this is the most ridiculous. The Borg adapt and assimilate. There's nothing that they could do. They have unlimited amount of clones. Granted, they can't hit anything, but they do have an unlimited amount of clones. They only have an unlimited amount of clones until the Borg take over your cloning facilities. There's no way the Borg would be able to. Stormtroopers aren't clones. Because we we all know that, that Darth Vader allowed the Millennium Falcon to get captured. They allowed them to get away. They allowed all of that stuff was allowed by the Empire. And but they say still, otherwise is crazy. The Empire <laughs> still let some little farmer kid from the backwards planet <laughs> shoot if, one little missile into a hole if Luke the size of a walk he, right. he used they the force. He, he did use the force. And let's let's not forget that that was planted so that it would be just, that it would be easily destroyed anyway. That was that was built into the Death Star. Did they not have any military strategists overlooking, making sure there's no weaknesses, no glaring weakness, you know, a trench? Well, you, you know, you, you, you hire an engineer. A, and, okay, this goes back to the whole clerk's argument with subcontractors. Now, it always goes down to the lowest bidder, right? Subcontractors. All I wanted was a much rail. Like this, much like our space shuttle was the Death Star built by the lowest bidder. It's even more of an example that the Empire would get ruined by the Borg. Plus, how have... many enterprises has there been? How many have they blown up? There's been like six generations of the of the of the. And it, it's not necessarily just when it blows up; they just decommission them after time, just like they do to some ships in the water. Yes, the first Enterprise didn't get destroyed. It got. Decommissioned, and then right. the second one didn't get. Well, the second one did get destroyed by. Ron yeah, the Ryan. second one did get destroyed. Yeah, the second one, the second one blew up its little pieces, and then they built the third one, and then Picard's is the fourth one. Okay, so let's go based off of. Forget the. Let's go to the. I, I'm looking more of Star Wars rules over anything Star Trek, but based on the universal love of Star Wars and how it cross. It it cross it crosses every parallel. It's on every it, it can be on any TV show. You'll see Star Wars more on any television show, uh, universally across the movies, in in music, in in other movies. Fanboys alone is based off of Star Wars fans. I so, could put up the "Live Long and Prosper" sign anywhere on Earth, and I bet people would know what I'm doing. Yeah. So, all right. T- also, no let's, universe. Let's let the oh, Star ahead. Wars people have their chance. <laughs> Wake me up when that's done. <laughs> okay. So, as a child of the original Star Wars era, now, granted, they did have the Miko Star Trek people, and they had the the the. You have toy line. You have, I mean, there were Star Wars lunch boxes. Granted, there were probably Star Trek lunch boxes. I don't know if they had. You could get Star Wars on anything from from uh, from folders for school to notebooks to mini notebooks to pencils to 
pajamas to t-shirts to hats to uh costumes halloween costumes i was a stormtrooper as a child for halloween plus you had all the guns i had to had this i had the stormtrooper uh rifle you had han solo's gun you had you had every single i mean i'm not sure if they had i think they only had models i don't know if they had actual enterprise toys i think they just had like the bridge but you didn't have the like the whole enterprise that you put action figures in to fly around in space and you didn't have you know a bird of prey with with Klingons. I think you just built models. So you've got that alone. Um well like I said, fanboys. The whole did anybody see the movie Fanboys besides me and Chris? No, I didn't What about Spaceballs? That's a good one. <laughs> Spaceballs again at a parody <laughs> off of, of Star Wars. Not Star Trek, but Star Wars. Star Trek has universally been known to make fun of it. Even when William Shatner hosted Saturday Night Live, he was he was at a comic book. He was at a he was at a convention, a Star Trek convention, and he you know all these people were like they were asking like questions like he was actually Captain Kirk and he, like he goes off on these these Trekkies. He's like you you have you ever kissed a girl? And the guy gets all mad and goes to the back of the room because he's it's a more nerd based. A more nerdy science-based fandom than Star Wars, so I think Star Wars touches people more universally than Star Trek ever will. So you could take your 700 episodes and your 19 movies and your cartoons, and it will never compare to the greatness, the awesomeness, and the cross-parallel that Star Wars has ever done. I got a few things to add. Go ahead. Okay, so I you touched on it a little bit. The music in Star Wars, I think, is better than anything I've heard in Star Trek. I agree. Um, Star Wars has better memes. That's very important. <laughs> Nothing will beat the Picard memes. Oh, Picard, Picard no. memes. Get out Picard of memes. Riker Name memes. one Star no, Trek. Never. Name never one Star happened. Wars meme that's not with uh, with uh, the Anakin. Have or, you ever heard before. of the the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wyatt? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, better catchphrases are in Star Wars. Uh, I don't know. I don't agree well, with that. A lot of those catchphrases come agree. from horrible. Do black. or do not. There is no try. I, I mean, boom. Um, you can't deny how cool Han Solo is. He's cooler than any anybody I, in Star Trek. I think I'm gonna go kill myself. I'm pretty sure that's what I just... Oh, my God. And, wait, wait. And Star Wars has days. May the 4th be with you. Return of the 5th. Revenge of the 6th. And, um... Oh, what's that? Um, Deep Space Nine isn't a real Star Trek. Just a mediocre Babylon 5 ripoff. (laughs) Shit. I did not see that. Okay. (laughs) I'm really oh, wait, impressed. I got one right more. There. I got one more. The best possible Star Trek combination possible would be J.J. Abrams' movie starring Neelix and Wesley Crusher, with the red matter causing the effect of the breaking the warp tin barrier, causing all involved to hyper evolve into salamanders. There's a few different episodes smashed into that. That's the combination. That's the best possible combination. It's the best combination of the worst possible episodes and characters. (laughs) We looked that up on on Google right there. (laughs) Because that that was actually a really sick burn. (laughs) 
I have well, to admit. Hey, and, and think about it this way. Of all the Star Trek 700 episodes, blah, 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 Picard is the greatest. The greatest Star Trek movie is Star Trek Two. Because uh, the greatest Star Trek movie ever is Star Trek. I don't think so. Rathacon is amazing, but you can't forget about uh, out of your out of your seven hundred episodes, generations and and twelve movies. What did you? What did Star Star Wars do with all of that? Star Trek Two is the most quotable. What did Star Wars do with all of that profit from all of those trinkets and lunch boxes and stuff? They didn't even they it took forever to put out a new movie and again it was barely even all you have is your movies. Star Trek or Star Wars I, might be dead I, after if the last I was, three movies. If I was stuck on a desert island with uh any with uh one T V show one series, it would be Star Trek and not Star Wars. Oh, that that's a good point. Okay, so here we go. Okay, so there's this guy I used to live in Florida, and there's this guy that lives there. His name is Steven Saint, and he is a missionary. And actually, his dad was a missionary, and his dad would, uh, they went to South America. This was, uh, it was in Life Magazine, I think, back in the 50s. And his dad was killed by these uh, Indians, these, these uh, uh, Indians in South America as he was a, as he was a missionary. Well, so, so this guy, his name's Stephen Sang, he is a missionary. He made friends with the people that murdered his father. And I'll get to the point here in a second. So, um... He, he lived with the Indians for the longest time. He lived in the jungles of South America with these, with these tribes. And what movie does he introduce to the Indians uh, when he takes a TV and VCR generator and all this stuff? What movie does he introduce them to? Star Wars. Not Star Trek. He introduces First them off, to Star Wars. No Indians in South America. Okay. What? What? There's no Indians in South America. Are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? There's no Indians in South America. They're natives. I don't think they'd call them Indians, considering they're not from India. Oh, my God. They're called the Kichwa. They they're called the Kichwa Indians. They're, you have the internet. <laughs> use it. Google. Kichwa Indians. Look it up. Okay. Back, so, back what, to... but my point is, what, did he, what movie did he see introduced them to? Of all the movies, of all the things that he introduces them to, what is the movie he introduces them to? Star Wars. Not Star Trek. Star Wars. Shame, shame for them. Oh, they're called that, the Amazonian Kichwas, by the way. First them, thing they're on... They're called Kichwa Indians. So. First thing on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, consider your source Wikipedia. What do you mean? Where, where else am I supposed to... Anyway, so, so look, up Steve, look, look up the name Stephen Saint, and it'll explain to you how he was... His dad was murdered by the Kichwa Indians, and he made friends with them. And, and if you read the book End of the Spear, he talks about how he introduced the Star Wars to the Kichwa Indians. That's how big of a reach the Star Wars has over That's, anything Star Trek. It's a shame that I mean, if he was a fan of Star Trek, though, he would have just in, he would have just uh, showed him Star Trek. Well, he would have had to show him. He Khan. was a fan. What it what, what no, look, you got to know by quote. I mean, Star Wars is one of the most quotable movies in the history of. So is Star Trek. I can say the same two, thing. About Star, Star Trek, Trek two, maybe Star Trek four. All Star Treks. Star Trek Star- everything. Quote me a line from Star Trek, the motion picture. I don't know if I remember. Oh what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate quantum physics. <laughs> 
damn it, I'm I'm a doctor, not a blank. Into the every movie he was in. <laughs> it's, just, it's a pretty safe one right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about the acting then. On a whole, the acting in Star Trek, granted Kirk mm. might be a might be an outlier there, I'll admit that one. <laughs> has all been great. Let's Aside. talk about the kid in episode one, Phantom Menace. <laughs> He was he's a just travesty. a kid. You're such a bully. You're picking on the he, kids. Yeah, so you're, you're just a uh, kid. All right. All right. Let's talk about the... <laughs> no, no way. I agree with you 100%. Let's talk talk about the acting between Padme and Anakin in episode two. That was so racist. Well, we could probably cancel out all of episode two, but maybe the last half hour of the movie. And I would be okay with that. <laughs> that movie's awful. It's the Star Trek five of Star Wars movies. But yeah, Hayden Christensen, he's he his acting ability is a little questionable as is uh Jake Lloyd in but he, I just he, I don't know what it must have been the cuteness factor because I don't even think he was that great in Okay, so my headset so, died. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last thing I said? Something that about uh, Hayden Christensen in the rear end a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, I'm just going to go back to what I was saying. Hayden Christensen and uh, the girl who yeah. played Padme had such bad chemistry on set that they couldn't act together. Like, and then Harrison Ford saw so, uh, contact. In. Might be the best Star Trek movie. Wait, 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 wait. What about Harrison Ford? Don't in, Re- in Return of the Jedi, Harrison Ford completely phoned in his performance. Because he did not want to be there. He was just there for the paycheck. Wow. He's such a cool guy. Uh, and let's be honest. Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill are the only ones that really have a career after Star Wars. Who didn't already I, have I, a career. Are you kidding? I don't even think Han Solo I don't even think Han Solo is that cool, to be honest with you. So you, you can't say that. No, 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 no. James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. What was he the do? voice of Darth Vader. Okay, yeah, so he, he had a career after Star Wars. Carrie Fisher became an author. She wrote Postcards from the Edge, which they made a movie out of. Cares about Carrie Fisher. So what did what did Lieutenant Uhura do after Star Trek, other than being Lieutenant Uhura at Star Trek conventions? Oh, how? What did William Shatner do after Star Trek? Oh, oh just my God, he did TJ. One Hooker? of the biggest, one of the he biggest did, celebrities on Earth. He did TJ Hooker. That's one of the biggest TV shows of the eighties. <laughs> what did Picard do after after Star Patrick, Trek? He voiced Everything. over. He, he voiced over Ted. That was about all he did, really. What That's do you it. mean? That's it. That's Professor it. Xavier. What did Shatner? I can't believe what did William Shatner do after Star Trek? <laughs> Plus, then he made movies. Your movies that you talk about are so great. How can you not say the what did William? What about Leonard Nimoy? I mean. He, did. he made the movies. He, he made movies too. Plus, he was in Mission Impossible after Star Trek. Uh, Jonathan Frakes is basically the head of Star Wars now, or not Star Wars, Star Trek. Jesus. So, just more reasons why blow Star Wars out of the water. So, have you I, been? To, have you been to Iowa to the home of the birthplace of Captain James T. Kirk, like all the other people? <laughs> with your with your rubber with your rubber starts uh, Spock ears. <laughs> How do you say I'm gonna die a virgin in Klingon? 
There's another perfect example of how Star Trek is better. They have a whole language that they created. Star Wars, they have nothing like that. They made up a whole language. Data is a better robot than C-3PO or R2-D2 could ever hope to be. No. No. Yes. No, At least no. R2-D2 is I will give you that. At least Data Data has an unfair advantage because he's biped. Uh, or, I mean, I guess C-3PO is biped. Yeah, you could so that, uh, it's like a piece of trash. Okay, so I'll, who, I'll okay. who is the who is the Carrie Fisher in Slave Bikini in Star Trek lore? Who who is that comparison? Dax. Dax. So so do do you go to comic book conventions and see people dressed up like Dax the way you do slave costume Leah? Is it every guy? Oh, wait, are you saying is it, are you is saying every is is only better because of uh Layla, uh, Leia as a sex kitten. Chained is it, up is it by every Jabba? guy's? Is it every guy's fantasy? What's every guy's fantasy to have his girlfriend dressed up like who? Like Leia in a slave costume? Oh, I would take Dax all day, hundred percent over. For... <laughs> Carrie Fish is not even that good looking. Let's just get that out of the way. Even oh my Prime. dude, that was okay. like the. That was. Let me say, yeah, that, like that, the seventies, and like, as a child of the nineties, people was 80, of the seventies with big seventies, eighties. That was, was eighty three. That was not the seventies. I'm sorry, there was such a big difference. Uh, they still had people still had big hair, and uh, our generation still thinks your generation looked ridiculous when they were our age. And I don't think boomers. you don't even your don't, generation don't even know what bathroom to use. And you're worried about my generation with big hair. I don't think you <laughs> I could if I look up a picture of Dax and look up a picture of Leia, Dax is going to win all day. The Leia slave costume was put into the spank bank of every 13 year old and up little boy throughout the history of the world. And that is a fact. And hold on. So it's such a cultural icon that it was in a Friends episode when Friends was the hottest show on television. In the There's 90s. plenty That's- of Star Trek things in pop culture, so don't give me that. What? Where? The Big Bang Theory? That's trash. What? Star Trek in Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory is basically trash. I don't like it. Why? I think it's Friends. Great. Friends is trash, also. Yeah. It's hey, well, oh god, you know. now y'all are going into another level of, of <laughs> hatred. We're about to, are we about to turn heel. Me and Chris team up on Chris and White and Friends right know, now, right? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, what's great about the Big Bang Theory is though is that they embrace both Star Trek and Star Wars throughout okay, the whole. Okay, I can understand that. That's fine. Because they had the photo shootout in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> and the costumes where, where Leonard's car gets stolen. Okay. <laughs> Plus, they celebrate May the 5th every year, or uh, May the 4th every year. Yeah. But I want to go back Trek. to when Star you Trek said uh, Star Trek was closer to reality, uh, Tim, because, I mean, okay, that's fine and dandy, but I don't watch movies to get closer to no, reality. <laughs> I understand and that. That's why I like Star Wars because it's like it's fictional. It's it's make believe. It's awesome. I mean, you got lightsabers and shit, and the Force. 
I mean, it may be closer to reality, but it's still far enough, you know, into the science fiction where it's, you I mean, know, you, the get, you get away just... from it. <laughs> and it's, it's that, it's that future that we all want where, you know, peace on earth and we're like, you know, exploring space. Because what's, what's the saying? Born too late to explore the world, born too early to explore space. That's right. And it, it just uh, it's a fantasy. Let's go exploring space. And, you know, be like Kirk and screw every alien hey. in the universe. <laughs> hey. is in every teenager's dream to bang an alien on the other side of the galaxy. I don't know what everybody else did in Mass Effect, but I can tell you right now that uh, the Asari were my choice of partner. I don't know. All the aliens I've seen in movies that are... Uh, they're scary. Except the three-breasted one in... Uh, oh, oh, oh. That was a mutant. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I don't have anything. I don't know. Lightsabers are cool. Lightsabers are cool. I'm, I will agree know. that they have the better of the the cooler of the two weapons of the uh, the weapons. What weapon I mean, does Star Trek have? The like laser. Does, yeah. Well, the Batleth. Oh, yeah, the Batleth's pretty cool. I do oh, like yeah, the Batleth is cool. But then you're guaranteed and, if you're wearing and a like shirt it. and you're going down to a planet, you're dead. I like the little one. That's only true in the first series, though. <laughs> the original series. Well, after that, it's yellow shirts. But the meme oh, was red shirts. No, because yellow yellow shirts are uh, well, I guess they're ensigns. So security. And I still don't understand that all the shirts. I don't. No, I'm just no really rhyme or reason to it. <laughs> uh, the red is like I, command. And I would like to to point out that the other night I watched the episode of Deep Space Nine called Trials and Tribulations, Great. which That's is cool. which I have to say is a masterpiece. They perfectly blended. They in in this episode, I mean Deep Space 9 came out what Chris like 80s? No, uh, 90s, 90s 90s early 90s, 90s yeah. 92, 93 something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was 90s, yeah. Uh they for being in the 90s, they took the this the old an old episode of the original series from Yep, and mashed in the new people in the background of like literally uh it's a part where kirk and um spock walk up to a thing uh you know panel to talk to somebody over the intercom and i was actually bouncing between the old episode and the new episode on cbs to see if i could like see the differences and it's really just like the scene with uh like new people in the background or like new people walking by the whole fight in the bar or in like the lounge or whatever. It's such a perfectly choreographed, like scene. I was reading reading up on it and stuff like that. They went frame by frame through the old episode to recreate the, the old set. So that way they could do this. It is a masterpiece of an episode. So you got one episode. That's wonderful. No, the, well, for me, it was a, <laughs> it was a really good episode. The best episode in 
of Deep Space Nine was in the pale moonlight when the when Cisco gets the uh, Romulans to uh, join the war. I don't know. There's better episodes than that. Here's the uh, here's the kicker. Here's the here's this is gonna seal the deal why Star Wars is so much better. Like I could talk Star Trek. Here, here is the deal breaker for you Trekkies. With your fake pointed ears. You trek chads. And your <laughs> and your and your 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 phasers. Does it have its own land at a major theme park? <laughs> well, for no, one, it's it not owned not by Disney. It's not owned by a corrupt, terrible it company. It doesn't even have its own ride at a major theme park. Um, that is, that is kind of visited by people. By, uh, people from all over the world go to this theme park just to go to this <laughs> land. Well, not anymore. Did they COVID? So you can't even count that. They just bought Star Wars. That's your argument? They just bought Star Wars? I'm just saying, if I'm we had saying. if we had this podcast three years ago, you couldn't use that as an argument. But what? <laughs> so if we had this argument in the eighties, you wouldn't have this you wouldn't have seven hundred episodes big, that's as an a, argument. <laughs> No, but if I had it in the 90s, I'd still be up to 700. I'd still be at 600 episodes. <laughs> so did I'd you still include, win. Did you include Lower Decks on those episode numbers? I did, actually. Okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> Give her, I mean, it's not exactly. I mean, I wonder. What, okay, so if you go to Star Trek land, what do you build? Do you build one of the, <laughs> the, the tricorders or you do build a phaser? I mean, I build a command debt. No, you build a light. You go to Star Wars land and you build a lightsaber. You build your very own lightsaber. What for four hundred dollars? I mean, that's right. Not Star Wars, right? So you're gonna have let me go to Star Trek land and let me go to Star Trek land so I can build my own tricorder. Have you been to World or whatever? What rides do they have? Besides. Besides, the only three things that I would think would be worth making a ride of are the uh, the race from the very first movie from Phantom Menace, um, him uh, blowing up the Death Star, and mm, probably a Millennium Falcon one. The ride, that's like the, a, that's like, what they've I, got I, is the Millennium Falcon one. That, there's a ride it. where either so aside like, from like a few. A few things from the movies. The rest of them are all made-up rides, just from. Okay, so what do you do? What do you do in Star Trek Land? Try to beat the Kobayashi Maru? Dude, that'd be fun. That that I mean, yeah, they've got that. It's called Escape Room. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Indianapolis and do that. This conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know what your your obsession with the Millennium Falcon is. It's a rust bucket. Compared to the state hey, of the it ain't art, much, but it's it got price. it where it counts, kid. That's what Blow it up one with one photon. It would blow the Falcon up into tiny pieces. But uh, just, I'm just gonna say, we're, we everyone here loves both sides. You know, this is just fun banter. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. No, there, there's no ill will. I I enjoy Star Trek very, very much. I've always been a fan of 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 the of the Kirk era. Uh, uh, you know, that's my era is the Kirk era. So to kind of 
I don't. I want to. I don't want to say bring this in. Let's fix the worst episodes. Let's. What do you mean worst episodes? Of what? The original series is the worst of all of the Star Wars. The original series has some really good episodes. No, there are some really good episodes. No, there are some good episodes. I've seen some good episodes, but collectively, I would say that any of the other series are better. But you know what? Except the Enterprise. When Star Trek came out, it was really ahead of its time. And that's yeah. why it only made what, like three seasons, I think. Four seasons. Because four, four seasons. The four seasons was like a year or two after it was canceled, I think. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, it didn't pick up again until they started showing, you know, the well, because they they. So my mom loves the original series, and she loved it because they would show the syndicate <laughs> like Friday nights, on uh on because you know back then you had three four channels and syndication. Right. She would watch it on Friday nights instead of you know going out, or if she didn't go out or anything. And her and my grandparents loved Star Trek, and she refuses to watch anything else other than the original series. I'm the but, same way. I, I'm I'm exactly the same way. Uh, I now on some of the best episodes. You know, com- comparing the two, they made the, the greatest has... Star. Wait, hold on a second, Chris. They made the, the the greatest Star Trek movie is based off of an original Star Trek episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's fact. Well, no. So, <laughs> long live and prosper. Live long. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. But you know, let's let's switch kind of switch gears to like comparing, like you know, I I honestly think Star Trek has the better games. TV Star Wars. I don't Actually, know. Agree. Screw that. I got a mix up. Has, yeah, oh, I was Star like, Wars, Star Wars, better yeah. game. Star Trek <laughs> has a better TV. Besides Star Trek Online, that's really the only game. There were some other ones. There was, like, there was one where you like commanded ships and you like just blew each other up. But honestly, other than Star Trek Online, there's no good Star yeah. Trek games. I mean, Star Wars also has plenty of flopping games too. For every yeah. great game that they have, they have a piece of hot we garbage. You can play EA for that. that. Well, no, there was still a lot of Star Wars. Yeah, for a lot of things in the like. <laughs> Lucas Arts made a lot of stinkers out there. Uh, no, but honestly, if I had to choose, actually choose between the movies, I would go Star Wars, just because they're more fun. Some of the most, some of those fun events we had was, you know, all getting together and going to like, you know, getting to the movie theater three hours early to go watch uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. And you know what? We sat there and we talked Star Wars with everybody around us. How do How do you guys feel about J.J. Abrams directing both Star Wars and Star Trek? Okay, so really can't handle that. When he went into Star Trek, he did not look into, from what I can remember being told, he or re- reading, he never looked into like what he was doing. Like he he kind of has a basic knowledge of Star Trek, but yeah. he didn't look into any of the previous works. But when he goes into Star Wars, he does all his research and everything. Yeah, I was like, dude, right. you base. I don't want to say he ruined Star Trek because honestly, two of the movies were actually pretty good. I enjoy, the only thing stuff. I didn't like about his his version of Star Trek was he had was he had uh, Spock yell Khan instead of Captain. Yeah, Kirk. that was yeah. my major complaint. 
Uh, As I always said, his the JJ movies would make really good Star Trek movies or Star Wars movies. God, all these like <laughs> my brain's getting confused with all these words. Uh, but I don't know. In the book front, I I I've not found a Star Trek book I've liked, and I might just be reading the wrong Star what? Trek. I didn't know they had Star Trek books. There's like seven. There's yeah, like there a, are. Yeah, there's there's a lot of Star Trek books. But the thing with Star Trek is, um, Roddenberry said it has to be on TV for it to be canon. So the books are not canon. Uh, Unlike yeah. Star Wars, where you have to buy. You know, why does C3PO have the random red arm in uh, Force Awakens? Oh, yeah. you have to buy the book to find out. No, I don't have to buy the book. Just tell me. Just yeah. tell me right. I bet a quick Google search will tell you. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> tell me in the movie. I should yeah. have to do yeah, all the, stuff I agree. to figure out. And the same thing with like, for uh, did you guys know that for uh, Rise of Skywalker, you know the message the Emperor sent out before the movie, you had to play Fortnite to get that message. Yeah, I'm not playing Fortnite. Yeah, you know, and the whole thing about the emperor being a clone or whatnot, like, no, they came out months after the movie. Yeah, we found that out. It's like, why didn't they just tell us? Why didn't they just tell it? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Star Wars has a really big problem of having these awesome characters that just fail, like, they just don't do anything with them. Almost like, almost like they don't know how to structure a movie, (laughs) (laughs) they don't, they don't know how to structure. Well, I think the I think they're I think they've created a universe that's too big to put into nine films is what their problem. Yeah, they need they need to do TV. I, I really want Star Wars to do more TV shows. I want them. They need to flesh out their universe more. They did. They did the holiday special. Let's and the Mandalorian. Oh my God, you need a holiday a special. Clone Wars, <laughs> dude. The Mandalorian is. So I want to. Hey, I I remember that was one of the things that I wanted to hear in the previous. Uh, incarnation of this podcast was uh, about the holiday special. Okay, so oh. when it, when the holiday special came out, as horrible as wretched as it is, back then you that there was only that, I mean you got anything Star Wars? I mean you got nothing Star Wars. You had the movies, and then you just kind of sat and waited, and then they would play them six months later in the movies. And mm-hmm. so when that when that TV show came out, the holiday special, it was humongous. You're like, oh my god. And they introduced Boba Fett in a cartoon, which was kind of cool. We figured found out who Boba Fett was. Plus, during the during the commercials, they it was all like Star Wars toys collect, you know. So every commercial was Star Wars toys. So that I mean, you got to base it on 1978, and it was a horrible time for television. And <laughs> that show's just awful. You got to watch the Rift Track version just to make through it. So, um. But yeah, Princess Leia singing just didn't do it. I was like, "What the hell is this?" And you got Chewbacca Lumpy, son. Chewbacca son, Lumpy, and <laughs> it was just bad in every way. <laughs> but Star Trek: The Motion Picture uh, uh, was, you know, along the same lines. So there you go. All right. Well, does anybody have any else, anything else to say or? Argue, bring up, compare, contrast. Star Wars is the greatest movie canon in the history of movies. <laughs> one, <laughs> ring. <laughs> <laughs> one ring. One <laughs> ring. 
I mean, if you're saying, if you're going, if we're going Star, real quick, Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings, are we in consensus that Star Wars wipes the floor with Lord of the Rings? Yes. Yes. Even though Lord I of the Rings, really Of course you can. You can compare anything. I can compare feet with hands. Okay. Apples you can compare anything you want. Apples or oranges. It is, but well, yeah, but that's the stupid Lord of the Rings people that say that it that it, it buries Star Wars. That's where that argument comes in. So, that's the that's the Lord of the Rings people looking for a for an argument that they'll always lose because there is no. Lord we of have Rings. so many books. There's no, there's no. But there's. Do you go to Lord of the Rings Con? I mean, there's there's the Trekkies, there's the Star Trek Con, and there's there's Star Wars Celebration. But you know, again. Do you go around wearing, you know, Frodo t-shirts? No. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> do you do you dress up? No, I, mean, you I guess you could dress up as. How many people dress up as Frodo? I mean, Ar- Aragorn is a is a beast. Don't get me wrong. Legolas so was Legolas. awesome. So is Legolas, but. Boromir, Faramir, Frodo, Sam. Let's be honest. All yeah. All the half. I go to a Halloween party. Who are you? I'm Sam. Who? Yeah. Sam, I am. If I go in with, you know, black Please pants don't and a white shirt and, and, and a, yeah. and a uh, if I go to a Halloween party and I got on black pants with boots and, and a white shirt and a black vest and carrying a, a, a laser uh, blaster with me, everybody knows I'm trying to be Han Solo. It's that simple. And, and, and the most relatable thing in uh, Lord of the Rings is when one of the halflings asks for second breakfast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we all could live better with some second breakfast. When you have characters named Merry and Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we can, I don't know. We could probably wrap it up with, with that we all dislike Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we can all agree. We can all agree that Star Trek and Star Wars is so much better than Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> we may not agree that which one trumps each other, but we could definitely agree that they both beat the crap out of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> that's good all right well follow us at twitter at pod nerds facebook at hoosier nerds that's probably where you found us and you know us so uh spotify hey. tune in itunes youtube and tell us who you think won. we'd love to know give us, tell us a like us listen and, and give us a like listen or thumbs down i mean it's <laughs> <laughs> Let us let us know your arguments if you want yes, to. You know, please tell tell Tim he's dumb, or tell tell Christian yeah. K he's uh well no one's gonna say he's smart. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> well, I'll go at it if people want to comment. But uh, you want to take us out, Tim? Since it's, it's it was your yeah. thing, and I can never remember as, what you said. As Chris said, check us out on all of those different platforms, and you'll never wonder who's your nerds. Ugh. <laughs>